0: Greetings and salutation, geeks. This is Tony from All You Can Geek, joined by Cory. Hey, guys. And Mike. What's up? Unfortunately, Jim is not here with us today. He is at the Ooh. beach, enjoying oh the God. sun, the waves. I think he is. I know, enjoying life. <sighs> that asshole. Hopefully he's <laughs> drinking some beers. You know, we're talking about this right now, but whatever. Uh, we pour apologize. For us, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> pour one over your dead body, but... Yeah. So we apologize in advance. Sorry, a little bitter. Work was shitty this week. So (laughs) unrelated. Uh, Apologize in advance that there's no uh, video recording because Jim is our video recorder. So uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you're hearing the audio, obviously, but there is no um, video footage to go along with it. Next week we shall return to our regularly scheduled program. So, with that said, let's jump right into it. So, uh, posty three guys. Well, not yeah. too too much in terms of announcements, obviously, because everybody blew yeah. their collective loads last week uh, but some interesting tidbits starting off with uh, i o interactive they're now fully independent somehow Very they yeah somehow they managed to square away capital to buy themselves out from square enix's ownership uh, they, yeah, they completely own uh, their hitman franchise, so they're Still standing by that there's going to be more seasons of Hitman. Yeah, Hitman man. is alive?
1: Question I, mark. I know this is going to be funny because um, Randy Pitchford tweeted out that Gearbox would be willing to publish the Hitman games.
0: Uh, ah, jumping in bed with the uh, the devil, huh? I, I mean, if he that, pulls a Sega on him.
1: Well, not, not, not it's that. I mean, the thing with, the difference there would be that uh, they wouldn't be. Developing, quote unquote, this game because obviously, uh,
0: yeah, they'd be publishing. IO,
1: IO would be doing it, and they would just be fronting them money. And and if I was IO, I would definitely consider that because you do want to have that, you know, financial support, you just need to make sure that you're gonna get it, you know, because in this scenario, it's Gearbox showing out money instead of the other way around, (laughs) where Sega's like, here, make a game for us, and then you find out that they didn't make the game. But I mean, I can't complain. Borderlands is my favorite game of all time, uh, and that's basically uh, how, did, how did this Scott become about me? Borderlands? <laughs> it's Gearbox, it's always about oh, Borderlands. My goodness. Yeah. I mean, that's all they I care mean, about.
0: On a, on a separate note, I don't know what's going on with Gearbox. They, ever know, since Borderlands man. Two, they have not yeah. published anything good. It's Everything crazy. they have done has just been shit.
1: It's shit. unfortunate because Battleborn might have been okay, but nobody played it to find out.
0: Oh, <laughs> Blizzard fucking killed that shit so and quickly! is did... what
1: they did too. Did oh
0: you... yeah, I, I wanted to talk about this, but go ahead, you can take it. No,
1: no, go. You, you, you're it's all yours, man.
0: Right. So not too long ago, it was decided that Battleborn was not making money through its traditional means, and they were going. We would know as free to play, even though they use some other terminology because I think they wanted to avoid free the trial. stigma of free to free trial. Sure. Free trial. <laughs> um The same time that they started this was when the Overwatch double uh XP like the the anniversary event started, that the double XP weekend started. Um I think the game was on sale for like forty bucks across the platforms nationwide. So Blizzard were just like, yep. no, we're we're burying you. Like they they just were not having any of this. Who the it just fuck do you think you it,
1: are? It, it, it was very nice coincidence that <laughs> that they just ended up to happen on the same weekend.
2: Yeah, yeah Sure it was.
1: <laughs> air quotes. Air quotes. But, um, but, good um, trial, though. I'm, I'm glad that they got to keep a hitman.
2: Full circle? Yeah, I mean, again, we'll see if they have the actual money to do this and... S- mm-hmm. Maybe they
1: do a free-to-play thing with the Hitman series and make it...
2: Well, apparently one of their first moves was to make the first section of their game free Mm -hmm. to download. Mm -hmm. uh, Which is uh, the opposite of most DLC practices that we get. You know, older things that come out never get discounted, but... I guess it's not necessarily DLC, it's like the first part of the game, the way this episodic thing worked out, but... um, I mean, it's good, but you just wonder, you know, if they could do this financially, why didn't they do this
0: before? Well, it wasn't up to them. It was Square Enix business practices. Yep. I'm sure they... that's the thing. is, uh, You know, as a developer, your relationship with your publisher can be murky because what you think is best for the game that you're creating, and what your publisher thinks that they can make the most money on isn't always the same thing. So, uh, I think it's a good move overall. Question mark? Yeah, will <laughs> yeah, Well, yeah. see, so I, I like do wish them the getting best back on the
1: right track with the hitman yeah. series at least, because they kind of veered off a little bit with uh, a couple of the um, later games there. on Three sixty. Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't know. I don't really. I don't even remember the one that I got, but it was an older one that was, you know, one of the free Xbox Live games. But it got me into the series, and this one is good. It does feel a little content light for a, what it is, considering they, we everyone else got it piecemeal, but uh, it's it should be interesting to see what they do going forward, for sure. I also noticed they just did like an update for it, too. I didn't check out what that was, but it's, it's still alive, so there's hope, I suppose, if you're a fan of Agent 47.
0: Yep. I mean, definitely more positive news than... We had prior Before, to this. Yeah. yeah. Which is good. All right, uh, moving along, it looks like Shadows of War won't let you replay failed missions. Uh, I didn't add this one. Anybody, you want to step up for this? Uh, yeah, so
1: I kind of went through it quickly. <laughs> the, the title seemed like a little clickbaity, in my opinion. <laughs> it's like, wait a second, uh, is that real? I have to confirm this, so bam, they got my click. And it's not that it won't let you replay failed missions. It's that false. The missions can kind of like things that happen during the missions continue, and so if you fail, when you go back to try to do the mission, it may not be the same way it was before at all because of the the things that happened actually happened before. So okay. Like if you're if you're um if you need to siege a like you know partake in a siege of a a castle or something, and you fail at that, that all the NPCs will continue. To act as if that happened, and you may not need to do that part again.
0: Okay, that could be cool potentially.
1: Right. So it seems like it's a very much more—it's much more of a living world, and the things that are occurring and the actions that you're taking do affect this, the things that are happening in your gameplay, it's in your story as well. Because it's not like, hey, you fail this mission. Well, now you can't do it anymore. It's more like, well, now the way you're supposed to do it is not going to be the way you need to do it now
0: Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) very
2: very good description
0: yeah i I don't know i'm still bullish on this i i didn't play the first game and Mm -hmm. the trailer while mostly good i just could not get past that one (laughs) character just being so so out of place in this world totally
1: yeah totally tonally out of place (laughs) it was so weird pulled me out of it
0: Yep. same here Alright, so some more news on Rocket League uh, that has I believe they announced they have more than 25 or 30 million players at this time, which is, you know, fantastic props to them Uh, but they announced crossplay during the E3 um, show at uh, I think Nintendo's uh, digital spotlight so some more details came out on that and to actually use the crossplay feature, you will need to sign into Xbox Live if you want to play with Xbox users so,
1: it's interesting because does that mean you need to have gold?
0: I I, I wouldn't think so because that would that would that would totally kill the idea behind crossplay. Right. I mean, I would not put it past Microsoft, but mm-hmm. if they're gonna say, "Hey, you got to pay up to use it," I'd be like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, fuck off." Well, I I, just, <laughs> I mean, on the Xbox
1: side, I would assume you'd have to have gold though. Yeah, you can't play but, online without gold. So yeah, on the um switch side that doesn't i mean that would be kind of shitty yeah because now like oh shit now i gotta pay for a subscription for one game that doesn't make any sense
2: no well um, perhaps the idea again is that your switch is your second system so you have an xbox already Mm -hmm. so the only reason why is if you want to you know take it on the go like you would with the switch yeah
1: i didn't i didn't know um I didn't see an article actually on this. I just know that you guys were talking about it in Slack. That's why I didn't have a link here. So I, I don't know the full details and maybe we'll find out sooner than later. But I would imagine if you're a Switch owner wanting to play with Xbox lot, uh, Xbox people, you wouldn't need to have uh, Gold because it, rec- no. it would recognize you're on a Switch. Like yeah. just- I mean,
2: it would be nice, but the, there is, it's this is one of those caveats that come up here when... 'Cause in a, a lot of regards the whole multiple console cross play thing sounds too good to be true. And uh Sony won't even play <laughs> play ball at all, but uh then this might be what we have to go through a little bit before they really actually do what we want them to do with this. It's
0: possible. I, I don't I don't think they're gonna charge for it. It would it would be completely idiotic.
1: Yeah. I mean it would defeat the purpose, I think. Exactly. Well,
0: again, yeah. I, I said I
2: feel like the purpose just might be being able to play on your second system that's portable.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're basically saying that you already have gold because you own an Xbox.
0: Yes. Uh, I mean, maybe for some use. I, I don't see a lot of overlap between Xbox One and Switch owners. What
2: about this? You know, they could still have their uh <laughs> their subscription from the 360. Hmm.
0: Maybe. I I I don't know about that. I I, I would peg this that this is a way for Microsoft to increase their Xbox Live users, even though they won't actually be buying anything. Right.
2: Uh, You know because they still create an Xbox
0: Live. Right. And that's that's the thing. This is this is what Microsoft's strategy is. They open the door. It's like oh hey you have an Xbox Live account. Maybe someday you should buy an Xbox One or you know Xbox One X and play these games. You know with in 4K resolution. 4K resolution. 4K resolution.
1: Well, I mean, the other thing is um, you own a a Windows PC with Windows 10 on it. You're basically creating an Xbox account with that, too. Exactly.
0: Exactly. So it's really just a way for them to track their users. And you'll see this reported, uh, I'm sure, in a year where it's like, oh, look, our monthly active users, their favorite term, MAU, has increased by 15%. And it's like, oh, well, that's because Switch owners created an Xbox Live account so they could cross-play, which is a good thing, but... You know, that's how they report stuff. So We shall see. Um, the that- interesting thing is. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I just wanted to say, like, the interesting thing is, um, through interviews, somebody sat down with one of the Psionics, aka Rocket League developers, and was like, How did this even come up? And they're like, Well, last year, uh, Nintendo approached us about Rocket League, and they're like, Yeah, we could do this, blah, blah, blah. And they pitched to them, you know, How about cross platform play? And they're like, Okay, yeah, sure, whatever you know if that do you think it's gonna be better for the game and better for your fans, yeah, sure, do it, uh, so that was over a year ago, so the game has been in development for over a year. They just couldn't talk about it, I guess, which yeah. is interesting because people were like that was one of the first titles uh titles people were clamoring for ever since the uh announcement video back in October, I think mm-hmm. of the switch pitch and it seemed so.
1: like a perfect fit for. Yeah,
0: it. absolutely. I mean, even if you don't intend to play it online, LAN, local area network mm-hmm. play is just... That's one of those titles where it's just... Yeah, and I think we talked about it, that it's last week
1: with it. You know, yeah, like, the Mario Kart, like, just everybody gathering together and play Mario Kart now, you can gather together and play Rocket League. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And, I mean, honestly, this is going to be the way that I would be able to play more Rocket League because, again, it's, when I'm home, on my TV, on mm-hmm. my console, I, can, I, I have such a backlog of actual games... I, I need to play. So it, it's just hard for me to get into Rocket League, where as if I'm on my Switch, it's like, oh, you know what, I got 20 minutes to kill. Let me play, you know, a couple rounds of Rocket League against the AI or, you know, season mode or whatever it is. So I think it'll definitely have a good audience there. And yeah, hopefully I mean, the sex of the cross-play pressures Sony to uh, play ball.
1: Yeah, I think that if we can see some more of this, Nintendo and Microsoft working together, it'll open the eyes of Sony and maybe you know that'll yeah. start some it, conversations
0: yeah it's I think it's going to be an inevitability it's just how long we have to wait because mm-hmm. once it becomes industry standard I mean, if you're the odd man out it looks bad
1: yeah mm-hmm. and the thing and yeah and perception is key too I mean yep. look at what uh, PS4 did with perception and, mm-hmm. but like the thing that I don't re- think that they realize is that this will sell more games mm mm-hmm. mhm absolutely and software is where you make money (laughs) yeah you know exactly and that's why there's no reason for
0: them to not do it it's so this doesn't make sense
1: yeah like okay so now like let's look at you know destiny for example it's coming to pc and everybody wants to be able to play their character on the pc or with their friends and you know on xbox because nobody had pc before like well if i move to pc now i can't play with my friend it's like well you know what those people would have paid and bought like both copies because they could do that now like you're not losing sales. You're gaining sales. And maybe someone who owes, has a PS4 and all his friends have Xbox and they're all playing a games. like, well, I'm not buying that game because I'm not going to be able to play with anybody. But now he can buy it and play with people on Xbox. It's just, it doesn't make sense why these companies don't do it because it sells more copies of the games. Well,
2: they're, thinking what? they're thinking you can sell their systems better with exclusivity and... Their ecosystem no, I mean, on yeah, their console you consoles. still
1: have exclusive games. You still have like the Horizons yeah, and stuff like that. But now, you're
2: but saying, when well, you well, have a,
1: now you can play Minecraft with your your buddies on the Switch, and you can play Rocket League with everybody else, like everyone else is doing over there.
2: Like, the idea is though that your friends that don't have your system or that game, instead of you know <laughs> needing to buy your system and and your version of that game to play with them, then instead they just don't now so
1: yeah it's hard to see the uh downsides or the cons to the to this in my opinion because it
2: again i think if you have the biggest group already then you don't have as much incentive to do
1: this no and i was and i fully understood that when this all came out I didn't think that this would happen anytime soon because there was no reason for Sony to do it. But now that it's happening, Sony has to be able to look, has to look at this. Right. and Because and not
0: only is it happening, it's, I mean, the Switch is pretty much successful right now. It's, you know, the hot thing. It's on a hot streak. So it's going to push additional pressure because, again, you're going to two out of the big three, plus PC, all playing ball, literally Rocket League ball. Hmm. <laughs> and... You're talking. PS4 owners are sitting there with their controller in their hand, being like, "Oh, I want to play with my friends." What the fuck, Sony? Um, so we'll see a lot of backlash on it. Unfortunately, I don't. I don't think we'll see traction for probably another year or and two. That
1: bullshit answer that.
0: Oh God, yeah.
1: Uh, okay. yeah. Again, your buddy Jim Ryan. He's the one that said it. So somebody needs
0: to tell him to just shut <laughs> up. Shut up. Yeah. This is the same guy that was. Why would you ever want to play PS One <laughs> or PS Two games? He said something else ridiculous today. Uh, what was it? Fuck. Let me see if I can find the thread. People were like chewing him out and just – oh, because they were talking about uh, – this is totally – on. Uh, no, sort of related because we're talking about Rocket League. But he was basically asked why they didn't really show any indies at uh, their E3 presser. And he basically goes, uh, indies aren't as important anymore. Now, the full quote, he actually does explain it a bit better in context. So I'll, I just pulled it up. So he goes – <clears throat> the question was, and one of the things you really show were indie games. You didn't really show any last year either. Now, clearly, indie games are coming to PS4 all the time. So why aren't you showing them anymore? All right. Now, Jim Ryan, our buddy, goes, One of the things we've realized is these video collages of 10 indie games shown in a minute is almost meaningless. Nobody can really learn anything about the games in that sort of time. It is almost viewed as wasted time. There is a time and a place in the early stages of the life of the PS4 to make statements. Is more about making a statement that we're serious about the indies and that we are doing this and that with the indies. No Man's Sky and so on and so forth, which broke out from that and carved its own niche. You know, right now we have tons of indie content on the platform. And the fact that we elected, along with many other things such as Gran Turismo and PlayLink, not to give its own spot on the stage this week. And knowing it means it's not important or it is not there or we don't worry about it. It was just good to talk about in 2013 and 2014. It is less relevant now. We have the VR to talk about now, for example. So, within the full context, it's not such a bad answer, but just, dude, you really need to, like, learn how to talk to not offend people.
1: Yeah. No, and it's ripe for people to pull that out of context, too, and just, Mm -hmm. like, throw it out there, which, you know, they're doing, so. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is tough to be someone in that position and to say things all the time, yeah. yeah, and without pissing people off, and because you're gonna piss people off no matter what you say. Yeah. But again, like you're, and I was defending them initially with the uh, Grand Turismo yeah, stuff. Gonna... And if he keeps going <laughs> at it, it's hard to defend them because, like, yeah, like you got to learn how to say it. It's not what you're saying, like the message. It's just how you say it and how you approach it, yeah. because that is important. You got to remember there are people out there that do feel it that this is more important and that it is relevant, so...
0: Yeah, exactly. So, we'll see. I mean, I'm not... Again, I'm not hopeful for at least another year or two. Probably as we're coming up on the cusp of uh, the PlayStation 5 and, you know, the future is uncertain because right now they're sitting on top of the throne. They really do not have any incentive to play ball with Nintendo and Microsoft and, you know, PC owners because, it's you know, from their standpoint, they created... Their own walled garden, and they want their users to be in that walled garden, and not have you know, not even think about the other systems. So,
1: yeah, so we shall it's, speak. it's crazy how the two, PlayStation Two was that huge thing, and then Three was just like considered uh, disappointing, and the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty was just the console to have, and everything just flipped again. Like yep. it, it, it's it's amazing how it does this, but uh it's oh, the, the third system thing,
0: curse, man. Yeah. <laughs>
1: The thing that came out recently with Sony, speaking of Sony, um Yoshi She Shiho, Shuhei, Shuhei, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Shuhei, uh, Yoshida, did um, confirm that all the games that said 2018 in the press conference are going to be the first half of 2018, it will be released.
0: <laughs> so I can actually see that. I, I'm still banking on God of War being late February. Late February or early March, mm-hmm. because they saw that Horizon can be successful in that, you period. know, and Her- period. And March has been the God of War. March. Exactly. Yeah, so March makes sense. Um, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. I actually think it, it's almost strategic in a way if it comes out around Avengers uh, 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if, if, they, if Spider-Man has a good role in that movie and people are like, man, Spider-Man was awesome, and they're like – Spider-Man on ps4 motherfuckers it's like oh shit let me go buy that for 60 dollars um so it, that wouldn't be surprising to me if they strategically mm-hmm. placed that around yeah and if know. they could do like
1: you know space it out a little bit more within those six months because we just got hit with so many crazy good games in the beginning of the year and then um nothing really yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like if they spread it out just a little bit, that 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 might make more sense. Kind of what Nintendo's doing with their like one month is this game, one month the next month's this game, and so yep. it makes sense to have that to look forward to and to know, hey, I've got this game to play, and then by the time I'm done, something else is coming out that I'm gonna. Oh, I
0: think play. you kind of. Yeah. Yeah. They one of the Sony reps, I forget which one, actually came out and pretty much admitted that there were, at least they this is what they said in the interview they're like yeah games that are too far off we don't really want to show because you know both microsoft and sony and you know nintendo with zelda you know once you start showing the same game off for a couple of years people are kind of like get impatient and lose interest um and you know I'm, I'm that mindset where it's like you know once you go past the two-year mark it's really really hard to keep me excited in the sense that yeah, I'm still waiting for this game. It's like, well, you know what, all these other fucking games came out, so you better be worth the goddamn wait, or else it's just, you know, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean,
1: Last Guardian, come on.
0: Yeah, Last Guardian, um, not to pick on it, but I mean, Mass Effect Andromeda, you know. Mm-hmm. Which, speaking of, I guess we could tie that in to our next bit of news. Um, the writer of Mass Effect 1 and 2, Drew Karp... Harpyian, I might have said that wrong. I apologize. If you ever listen to this, uh, <laughs> is working on the story for Anthem.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's. Interesting. What do you guys think I, about? I know this? Jim's more excited cool. about this, I think, than than us. But uh, for me, it's a good sign because that guy did write some pretty good stories, and he wrote the books, a couple books in Mass Effect that were fairly decent. But I don't know. Yeah, there I mean... were
2: there were quite a few writers involved, though. Um and I don't know. I did watch the anthem preview thing. That's one thing I did that I didn't do last week. And uh, mm-hmm. there's just uh, what is it like? You know, I don't. I just uh, I don't know. You're what to Iron think Man of it. in
1: the the Pandora
0: world of Avatar. Yeah, <laughs> and
2: I I also just couldn't get past the uh, the
0: acting. Oh God, the fake <laughs> uh, mic chat.
2: Yeah, Dude, I, I
0: don't. I still don't understand why these companies think that's. Anybody is that's watching these videos actually believes that or falls <laughs> for it, like oh, because it's time to use the mortar. Oh, look at the sweet loot I got. It's like all right, yeah. I will probably say stuff in that vein to my friends, like ah, bitches, look what I got. But oh. it just feels so forced and so fake when you and do I it. I think in it a would be.
1: It would play out so much better with real people talking mm-hmm. how they would normally talk. Like you know, that, you know what. I was gonna say, like, I, I watched the sea of, sea of Thieves thing where they show mm-hmm. like these people talking and uh, communicating and everything, and and the stuff that they say is just so much more like engaging and and uh, funny to watch yeah. because it's real and it's on the spot, and you know that it's an emotional thing that's happening right now that they're excited or disappointed about. Where this is just like this played out thing where you're like, oh yeah, of course you're gonna say this and. Yeah, of course these people are going to do exactly the things that you're talking about and be exactly where you're talking about they're going to be. And it's like, uh, this just seems like a movie. Like, you don't need it to be that because this is an interactive game. You want to show what this game is going to be.
2: And it was so sort of like a movie. Like you said, I was unclear at first if they were talking in-universe or as players for a a little while. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, wait. That was
1: confusing too. Definitely. Because you do have a character talking to you at the beginning of that thing. Yep,
0: exactly.
2: And then you can't yeah.
1: tell the difference between the people talking or, or
2: is my character. And I'm just talking. like, wait, they're they're waiting for Tito or, to come on. Like who, or some someone like that. I don't remember the name. It was something funny. <laughs> I was just like, uh, okay, I guess they're supposed to be players. Mm-hmm. And, and that that also makes me wonder a little bit about you know if this game is going to be that much of like an open type of game like how much is the story going to really factor in cuz you know the destiny effects <laughs> where you know it's all players interacting with each other is like how much does the story get pushed to right. the back then
1: I mean the narrative I think is important for a game like this though cuz you want to have something that you're
2: well if we have a towards. mass effect 1 and 2 writer and bioware's main focus yeah, yeah. I would want story to be huge part of this but i'm not sure. huge yeah i'm not sure what we're gonna get along those lines from what we've seen
1: yeah and then um they did come out and say that this is like they have a 10-year plan for this i'm
0: like really you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna pull <laughs> out going you rip <laughs> off the 10-year plan bullshit like we're just ripping you guys off i mean yep. whatever hope it pays off for them uh, there's yeah, a part of i've said that multiple times to
2: crash and burn to be honest <laughs>
0: As I said before, you know, I I can say this definitively. If this game bombs, Bioware is done. Bioware as as in, as the entity we know today is done. I mean, yeah. it's
2: already transitioned into something else a little bit Oh the yeah. last few years. I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't
0: disagree with that, but I mean, I'm just saying the Bioware name is probably dead if this game fails.
2: Perhaps. It'll be interesting to see, like, what they're expecting from it and what like what kind of because i expect it to honestly be like a qualified success i don't think it'll be as good as they think it is i think it'll do
0: they want the destiny
2: money it's not going to do that i i just don't see that happening but we'll see yeah
1: the thing with um bioware which i i remember when they were bought by ea and it felt like EA bought them because Activision just bought Blizzard, and you are like, "Well, now we need to get a a co- big company that's yep. make, making PC games and and MMOs and stuff." And it's like, "Hmm." The, 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 you, but you're settled for Bioware, uh, and then I kind of they were, and they just kind of at a the time they were still hot. Like, really, yeah, no, absolutely. Really and that's not- what I was going to say. Is like once they bought them, though, they you were saying like they kind of transitioned them into something that they weren't, and yep. and the the two, like founders of Bioware, left the company at that point. Yep, and, and so like, and the, that's, the direction yeah. of that studio just kind of
2: became also that the ending debacle of Mass Effect Three and fans yeah. like completely destroying these people's self esteem and taste ah. for the industry. That that also was a big part of it as well. But I mean, ah, the ending there's, was bad. There bad but,
0: backlash like, on Dragon Age Two, though. I mean, it wasn't just. Yeah, I suppose. But Mass that, Effect Three is definitely the biggest debacle. But we had a string of like Dragon Age Two, uh, Mass Effect Three, and then I know it won a lot of awards. But I think in retrospect, people will agree that it was just kind of because Dragon Age Inquisition came out so early in the generation, a lot of its uh, you know mishaps were just looked over for the you know new new gen shininess and all that stuff because that yeah, game was shit.
2: I I played it and liked it enough. But I don't really know how the actual combat works in that series. It's the only game I played, and the combat was really super boring. It was um,
0: super convoluted, too. I mean, I guess if you really I, wanted to get into it, but it just... I got I, into I the crafting
2: a bit, actually. like, And that's where I spent... That was <laughs> the uh, feedback loop for me for a lot of it. And the, the story stuff and the characters were okay. But um, that Dude, was the a big feed, feedback loop for me. Um, I mean, I did that too in Andromeda. Once you get into the crafting, that's where you can spend a lot of time and get a lot of, you know, the incentive to keep playing. But other than... So they still have that going for them. <laughs> but other than that, like, everything else has decreased in quality in the yeah. last, you know, seven-ish years, I suppose.
0: Yeah. And this is why, you know, I think I mentioned this to Jim before in previous conversations... You just can't just buy a company anymore because it doesn't work out. I mean, I think the biggest example and the best example is when Microsoft bought uh, Rare. I mean, it was for some absurd amount of money. And at the time, they were like, yeah, we're going to get uh, Nintendo Junior to make Nintendo <laughs> Junior games for our Xbox and, you know, uh... get, get that kid the audience. They had "Grab by the Ghoulies and um, "Viva Pinata," and you yeah, know that was moderate success. But then they had him do all all that Avatar ripoff bullshit and Perfect Dark Zero, and it just it just didn't work. It, yeah, because I the mean, people that were at the studio back in the day that made those great games had moved on. So you essentially yeah. just bought the studio name and any IPs that it yeah. they yeah. still
2: had. You've got yeah the hollowed out corpse, whatever's yeah, right. masquerading within it. Just like, exactly. actually, we don't have this on here. Uh, Atari's hollowed-out corpse is making an appearance again, but we don't know exactly what it's going to be. Uh, oh. There's oh. rumors of hardware from Atari again, and people who don't know anything about the video game industry are all, like, excited about it. Like, you know, I saw, like, a Fox, like, news stock show reporting. It's like, Atari, back in the hardware business. I'm just like, yeah, but
0: really? <laughs> I just, whatever. I... Put up or shut up. I, you, Atari has been so irrelevant to the industry. They've been more irrelevant to the industry than longer than they have been relevant to the industry. So I will Definitely wait until they have had, something.
2: They had, what, like a four or five year run early yep. on? And it's been, well, they're, they're not even close to the same people like
0: no.
2: at all at this point. I don't even know how they managed to keep the name and logo throughout as a de- developer. I guess they've been on and off here and there. I don't
0: even yeah. know. yeah i guess but whatever we'll see what comes to that um last bit of game news not really news but um i think we talked about this a couple months ago that somebody was on a plane and they saw somebody on the laptop with uh, promotional you know information on shadow of the tomb raider but apparently more of that leaked so definitely looks like it's a thing and it exists and will be coming out in the future I mean, they, they have the
1: movie coming, so it makes sense for them to kind of get a game uh, out they're
0: still making it. I forgot that that
2: was happening. Yeah.
1: And, they, uh. and as far as what Square has to offer, other than, like, Final Fantasy or something like that, that's one of their bigger names, so...
2: As long as they don't project it to make $30 million, or whatever that was before. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, the games have been good, like... The Tomb Raider, the new Tomb Raider games have been fairly decent, so I'm excited that they're actually making it. Because the way that Rise of Tomb Raider sold, like you would not think that this game would get a sequel.
0: No, but that and that's God. I don't want to get too into it, but it just shows that Square Enix getting in bed with Microsoft over the, a bullshit one year exclusivity, even though Phil Spencer says, "Oh, I don't like exclusive deals." Fuck you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> That, I mean, this is this is what happens
2: when, you know, there's a clear sort of leader. I mean, it happened last gen, 360, and now you know, it's the shoe is on the
0: other foot. Yeah, but so, at least last gen, it was just, at the most DLC exclusivity, and that was time you know, like a month. I think the best example is, you know, Call of Duty got their shit like a month ahead of other users. You know, not a whole fucking game for an entire year. Um, well, cause that, that really I mean, poisoned the well for the Tomb Raider. I, I honestly think Nobody Perhaps. cares about Shadow of the Tomb Raider at all.
2: I'm sure there's some people. I mean, it's a pretty old franchise. I, I, I'm sorry. They definitely not...
1: stunted their like goodwill with the first one. Like The yes. reboot definitely right. was, uh, not to say a shock, but it really was a success. It a surprise, thing. yeah. And yeah. critically successful. So yeah. coming out with a sequel, everybody wanted that. But then you put it on a console that people aren't really buying. And yep. uh, you you kind of put it away like that, really, you know, like I said, um, hold the t- momentum that they yeah, have
0: going. exactly. So I'm not saying it's it's definitely not going to sell. Yeah, it'll probably clear like a million units or whatever, but that's probably not good enough for this game. I mean, these are triple A, big development, big budget, big production things, and a million units just doesn't cut it in this day and age. So uh, I think we see this third game, and unless things really turn out, um, unexpectedly, like this game just blows up its you know game of the year material or whatever, I just think it's going to get ho-hum sales and reception, and Square Enix is going to be like, yep, we're done with Tomb Raider for a long time, and just put it on on ice, because mm-hmm. it what's what's the point to continue anymore if it's just going to keep you know, whatever sales it's at, let's just say 1 to 2 million something like that, yeah. right, underperforming, because you know, they're not in this industry to just make games and not make money so yep. We shall see. Alright, the actual news that we have last is NPD numbers for the month of May in the year 2017. So, good news for Mike on Justice (laughs) 2 from Warner Brothers was the top-selling number one game for May. And through magic numbers of math and speculation, (laughs) because, and unfortunately this is how we have to get these numbers these days because the NPD group doesn't Let flat out numbers go. They chart it based on gross revenue. So $60 games are more, you know, favored than $40 games or $30 games or $20 games. So number one by revenue, and through numbering, because they released a chart that said, like, um, based on revenue, the top 10 for the year so far, and Justice 2 actually is at number nine. So they're like, all right, based on that comment and the fact that Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is not on the top 10 chart. They're saying the revenue is higher than Mario Kart 8 year to date so far, so it's at least above 460,000 copies, which is what Mario Kart 8 sold uh, in April, plus whatever Mario Kart 8 sold this month. So it could be pretty high, but probably a bit lower than one million. So I would speculate probably between 600 and 800,000 uh, 800, around that range, which is fantastic for uh, a first month. And I'm pretty sure when Injustice 1 came out, it had decent legs going into the second month. Um, so, yeah, definitely. I mean, the
1: way they build the game, too, it has those legs, to like constantly coming out with content and stuff. So oh, yeah.
0: yeah. I was,
2: yeah, I was
0: <laughs>
2: just dealing with um, a timed multiverse event before I came to this. So.
0: Yep, yeah, and I think they, they had really good timing with the Wonder Woman thing, even mm-hmm. though it might not have a really good or big promotion. Between the, the game and the movie, uh, mm-hmm. I, I did hear a couple people actually talk about Injustice Two and wanting to play as Wonder Woman now. I was like, "Oh, that's yeah."
2: You know, I thought I'd see and that.
0: Day. They
2: actually had, a, like I mentioned, the multiverse thing uh, for a, I think a week, a limited time multiverse thing where you beat all these like ladders with Wonder Woman to get movie accurate gear that you mm-hmm. can. So that was that was a pretty good idea, I thought. So but that's yeah, just that. how this game is. It has those interesting sort of
0: gear yeah. drop
2: types of things and limited time events.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's pretty awesome. Like, uh, you know, I've fallen out of favor with Realms, but I think they're doing great at what they do. They cultivate their fan base. And honestly, I wish Capcom would take a note from them and make Marvel Capcom Infinite better because it just, graphically, it looks shitty. Um, the voice acting looks shitty. It just it, it just doesn't look fun. It doesn't look... Like their
1: actual the fan favorite act- characters are not there.
0: Yeah, exactly, and you know it just doesn't seem like they're in it for. I don't want to say like Nether in it for love, but they, they definitely pay their respect to the source material, um, and I, it just doesn't seem like Capcom is right. with M V C Infinite, or at least they're being held back by you know Marvel Studios and all the bullshit behind the uh, X men Fantastic Four, and Spider Man properties. So yeah, we uh, I, I'm not confident that Marvel's Capcom is going to. Even come close to injustice two, uh, at least definitely not in North America. Worldwide, know. maybe because I don't think Nether Realm games are really too popular outside of the United States. I think they're okay in Europe, but obviously Japan is just a non non factor. But uh, I would I would like to see Capcom fail again, unfortunately, because uh, they need to learn how to do the business better. But is that's just my opinion. Um, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Is it Fighter Z no.
1: or is it Fighters?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I think it's Dragon Ball Z Fighters. I think that's that's what it's called. Okay. Because um, uh, there's a the whole thing where yeah, that's they're saying year.
1: like, hey, it's, uh, we could put it on the Switch but we just didn't do it yet, so...
0: Yeah, I love how they come out and actually say... Because, I mean, that game looks fucking amazing. And people are like, oh, Switch isn't powerful enough. And in an interview they're like, no, 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 it has nothing to do with technical reasons. It's just... Um, you know, we have Zuniverse 2, but if you want Fighters on Switch... You know, let your voice be heard. So now there's this Twitter campaign and all that stuff. But uh, <laughs> that game just looks fucking awesome. It's really funny. I saw on Twitter actually a meme where it shows the history of the uh, the the Capcom versus game. You know, starting with X Men versus Street Fighter and Marvel Superheroes and MVC One, MVC Two, MVC Three, also MVC Three, and then it shows Marvel versus Capcom Infinite, and then a giant red X over, and then DBZ Fighters as the next game. <laughs> so it's like, yep. Yep, that's completely and Everybody I've shown that video to; those videos are completely in the same boat. It's just like, yeah, that looks awesome. It's like, whatever' vs. Capcom. Nobody gives a fuck, right no, now.
1: I no, mean, so. everything, um, all the outlets that uh, cover E3 and stuff, all came out and said that that it was very impressive as well. Which usually you don't, you don't people don't really care about fighting games that much. So it's surprising to see how much uh, news that made because it is straight out of the show. I mean, they just basically took the show and made you. Uh, playable characters
0: No, exactly and i think that's oh god i don't want to spend too much time on it but i'm pretty sure this is a lot of the reason why the new mvc game is going wrong because either on their own accord or because it's dictated by Marvel that hey we want your characters to look like they're coming out of the movies rather than the fucking Which, source material understand. like the comic books
1: well like <laughs> the thing is though they don't even look like the characters in the movies.
0: I know, but they, they like adopted a more realistic style than right. you know a, a heavily stylized, comic-y yeah. feel.
1: And they they shadow all over their Street Fighter characters and their, or their Capcom characters too. Though I mean, they look like shit also. So
0: oh god, the Chun Li, Chun Li yeah. looks terrible. I can't <laughs> escape those memes. It's just like <laughs> it's like you know, there's that popular meme where it's like. Uh, (laughs) You versus the girl that he told you not to worry about. And it's like Street Fighter 4 Chun-Li. It's like, yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. But, yeah. Moving on. Uh, We'll see. So, number two for the month of May was Kart 8 Deluxe. Uh, Number three, Grand Theft Auto V. Number four, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah, shout out to Jim on Grand Theft Auto. Top
2: three, Jim.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Number five, Prey. Which
2: debuted, and that's not so good for
0: it. No, definitely not so good. And I think Bethesda is starting to feel the heat from. Uh...
1: I heard it's a pretty cool game as well. That's what I heard too. I've
0: heard
2: very mixed things about that game. I heard lots. Some people are like, "Oh, this is awesome," and other people are like, "This is total shit." <laughs> and so it's I, unfortunate. I don't like, know.
1: The things that are happening to Prey are the reason people like Bethesda or you know mid-tier game studios aren't making these off the wall games. We're getting all these sequels and and huge budget games, you know, because the games like Prey just don't sell well. People aren't interested in them. It's it, uh, unfortunate because like I want games like this to come out.
2: I mean, it looked interesting to me when and I think it looks a bit like BioShock in space. But I don't know I if that's accurate a, at all.
1: And that's not a bad thing.
2: I know. No, that'd be great, especially since, you know, System Shock it's kind of that already, but I never played that. <laughs> Apparently it's one of the best games of all time, but I've never played that. But I don't know about Prey. Um, it's just, there's just a lot of conflicting information about it, and I don't know if I'm interested in it, but it doesn't seem like... There wasn't a whole lot of advertising for it, I'll say that yeah, much.
1: it kind of snuck out on us a little bit, too.
2: Yeah, so 5, not not that great for a debut for no. something like that
0: no that's bad that's that's bad, that's, very bad. <laughs> that's super bad uh moving along number six tom clancy's ghost recon wild lands oh uh, still game. there yep <laughs> number seven fire emblem echoes shadows shadow of valencia which is pretty good considering again this is based on revenue so it was a 40 dollars title so i had to make up a uh, card number volume to beat out some of these other titles Number 8, NPA 2K17. Number 9, MLB17, The Show. And number 10, Overwatch, still there, because I think it had some pretty good sales in May. Yeah, for we the, talked about that. The, right? Yeah, yep. Uh, we go all the way to 20. I'll just shout out the notables uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, hanging in there at number 12. Double Call of Duties at 13, 14. And Mass Effect Drama, hanging in there at number 15. Oh, and number 18, Near Automata, still on the list. Completely missing Persona 5 totally slipped off, but that's kind of be to be expected. Anybody that was really waiting for that game got it. Well, that game you know, in the first month, it, they weren't mm-hmm. waiting around, you know, yeah. Yeah, like, oh. definitely think
1: surprised people and they had good word of mouth, so it's not, yep. not that it's, it's still surprising that it's on this list, but uh, I think that that's a game that, yeah, a lot of people missed and they're like, oh, well, now's some time I, have, I want to go back and get that. <sighs>
2: No, Andromeda didn't drop off the face of the earth as much as uh, maybe we thought, but I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. When Black Ops beats, and <laughs> like when you're selling Call of Duty games that came out, like
2: Call of Duty know. could have been can be like two or three for any given month, though, just like I know, Grand Theft Auto. Crazy. <laughs> crazy. I just say crazy. though, like
1: Grand Theft Auto beating out a game that, like, released in May. That's oh, just...
2: Theft Auto beat out mostly game. everything this month for some oh, reason.
1: It's amazing. Beat out Zelda. And this does not include, like, in-game currency
2: or anything like that, right? <laughs> no, and it's okay. gotta be, like, relatively cheap, however it's being sold right now.
1: Uh, I mean, it goes on sale here and there for, like, $40, but
2: it's never below that. It just sells I too guess. Well. It's crazy. I don't even know what version of this game is being counted. Is this like All of the I guess that's probably why too. There's what, probably a lot of people who are still buying the three sixty version who are, you know, people who live a generation oh, yeah. behind pretty much in gaming. Oh, yeah, so I'm sure. and I'm if sure. they do they're like, Oh, Grand Theft Auto, that's a game. <laughs> that's a game. I'll get that. I mean yeah.
1: for well, the amount of money you spend on that game and the content that you have, it's a hell of a deal.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm not the biggest lover of Grand Theft Auto, but I can recognize that for what you pay, you get in value, if that's what you're looking for, you know. Mm -hmm. Especially if Um, you only
1: get to have like one game.
0: Yeah, when you buy a new system or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, So yeah, uh, other notes on that. Unfortunately, that was all mostly good news. Um, Bad news, May game sales down 11% year over year. Hardware up 7% year over year. Console and handheld game sales were down twenty percent over year and year, and physical PC software sales down forty eight percent year over year. So kind of
1: uh I call kind it of a not... your slack a little bit, guys, and I have to say <laughs> like that argument, Mike, I cannot support your side of this because I do not know anyone that buys physical PC games anymore. Oh. And that and I understand like year over yeah, year, but a year's a long thing. time.
2: 50% is a big thing, though. I'm
1: surprised it's not more is what I'm saying.
2: You don't – something happened between 2016 and 2017 where people decided – who did get by physical that they yeah. all just decided internet not to. The got faster. And that much in a year? 50% anymore.
0: in a year. I'll, if, yes. I'll if, tell you what it was. stores don't stock
1: physical games
0: anymore. I'll tell you straight up what it was. I didn't mention this in Slack, because I wanted to wait until today to mention this. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you what yeah. it was. Last year, what game came out in May 2016 that was a big PC game?
1: Maybe Overwatch? I don't know. Oh,
0: Overwatch! How about that? How about Overwatch had like a $90 collector's edition that actually would be useful if you wanted to buy the PC game, but wanted all the physical goodies. So, $11 million, I mean, I'm pretty sure they made a lot of that. The bulk of it was Overwatch, so.
1: With the way, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, they've got, like, what, 30 million people playing that game now?
0: Yeah, exactly. It. I mean, it's just, it's such an irrelevant number. I mean, I just, again.
1: Uh, I, when you're on PC, like, you don't buy physical, You physical, when do you go to a GameStop, Mike, and see PC boxes on the shelf?
2: I don't know. I, still saw them at Walmart. I see them at Walmart, I don't yeah, know about exactly. GameStop. <laughs> see them at Walmart, exactly.
1: And, see you know, everything Walmart doesn't though. even gain count in NPD so
2: yeah which is pretty silly too because I feel like half the country buys their shit there but
1: probably around <laughs> that but I, I just I'm actually I was actually surprised that it was not more than that as far as physical sales go because yeah on PC it's a different culture and the physical stores understand that and and within a year, that's a long time for a store to have something on the shelf. And if they're not selling it, they're not going to put it out there.
0: Yeah. And again, there's no, there was no big PC game in, in May. Like, Prey probably, probably was the biggest PC release. And we just talked about how that game just bombed across the board. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it, it makes sense. It makes yeah. sense that it would be down. Because everything else is down.
2: Well, but you're talking about,
0: too. yeah. I mean, you're talking about percents, but nobody cares about that in terms of, going from 23 million to 12 million or whatever the hell it was no nobody cares like it's literally a drop in the bucket for these uh, third-party publishers and we'll see that we'll see I mean really like it just doesn't make sense it is more inconvenient to buy a physical boxed game because then I have to drive to a store buy it uh, most likely be taxed for it or you know online if I set my uh, zip code to Delaware I don't get taxed for it um, come back open it up and it'd be like, oh look, there's this fucking code, now I have to go onto a website and fucking register this goddamn code and then download the game. Whereas if you just buy it digitally, you could preload that game two weeks in advance so that when the game does go live, like, you just start playing it. it it's literally that much more convenient to just buy it digitally. It's just a different culture, like Corey's saying. The disc is, for the most part, just to circumvent any type of download caps you may have, so you're not downloading, you know... DVDs or Blu-rays worth of information, but after that, you can fucking chuck those motherfuckers right in the trash because they're worthless. Doesn't matter. Anyway, moving on. What have we been up to, Mike?
2: Um, pretty much just injustice. Um, there's still enough going on with it, and I. But I've been playing um, competitively, like online, a little more ranked. Um, if. You play primarily as Darkseid Online. You are a cancer. <laughs> I will say that <laughs> is he the cancer character in this game? <laughs> uh, I believe so. I thought uh, people thought it would be Deadshot at first because he does spam shooting guns a lot, but Darkside.
1: And he's a pre-order character. Own... It's like you can't even play him if you didn't pre-order the game.
2: Oh, pretty much oh, Are everyone, you serious? Pretty much everyone has him, though. I don't. <laughs> I mean. I think you could have bought, you could buy him separately.
1: Oh, well, that's but, what was happening. Then people realize, let's just make this character broken, and have a pre-order characters and then, when you get the game, like, oh shit, I didn't pre-order it. I gotta buy him, ten bucks.
2: Well, he makes sense to be crazy, but he has, his Omega beams are his uh, shooting, his zoning. But he can also teleport, and he has a this move where he jumps and he comes down, and it can like bounce you into a full combo, but He's like above you because it's like a jump, but it doesn't hit until he hits the ground, so it counts as a low, which I had to like look up. So no one, so no one ever blocks it, <laughs> and you just get teleported and jumped on and shot in a loop forever with Darkside. He is a problem, and fuck you if you play him online. That's it. <laughs> All
0: right, uh, Corey.
1: <laughs> Uh, so, I didn't get much gaming time in this time, uh, this week, but, uh, I was like, I didn't want to, like, I was like, ah, oh, I got Persona here I want to try to put some hours into, but I was like, if I start it, I want to get sucked in, and then I don't want to, like, start it and I'll, like, I do have to play it, so I was like, I was just going to pop something in that I don't have to think about, because I <laughs> have my kid here, so I started playing Borderlands again.
2: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> and... What? It's
2: like a drug addiction.
1: Yeah, and so as soon as I said <laughs> that, I was like, I don't have to think about this game. I, I know it, you know, front to back and whatever. Just have fun and just mindless stuff. And I have my boy. And it's, like, cartoony, so it's not, like, that crazy. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I got sucked in. And uh, I ended up <laughs> playing for, like, a few hours. Uh, a few like, hours? Like, Are you
0: serious? Yeah. A few hours? You could have been... Put that time into Persona Five. I what the hell, by,
1: you know? I like, I looked at the time. i was like, oh, oh whoa. Uh, I didn't realize. This Jim happened.
0: beat Persona Five. Jim.
1: I know, I know, and it's <laughs> uh, it's there. So I, I, I have to get back to that. So, but yeah, for I, shame.
0: I got. I got if, for... if I had a shame belt, I would be ringing the shit out of this right now.
2: Yep. What do you do when you go back to a game like that though? Like, where are you in it? Like, do you play Start from the beginning over. again? Like. You do, yeah. I mean, just, but it's, it's like, just do you have saying. a character with all this stuff already, or do you start from scratch? Uh,
1: sometimes uh, you just start early on with a new character, and then you pull some stuff from the other ones here and there. But you know, one of yeah, things I, that, <laughs> just
2: I just uh, I can't wrap my head around the mindset. But all right, <laughs> <Yep>. so, <laughs> I can't support it.
1: <laughs> so yeah I didn't think it was gonna I thought it was gonna be like half an hour or something and I was like ah, it's not any time to do anything but then yep got caught up in it
2: gonna okay, need wow. to create a Borderlands Anonymous thing for Corey to go to it's yeah. yeah. trouble
1: no, I, you know, like, after I stopped playing I was like I, that's all I was thinking I was like wow I, got, I can do this I can do that and like wait what am I doing like I got other games to play
0: <laughs> what am I doing
2: <laughs> and it's 4am yeah, yeah.
0: Alright, <laughs> well, uh, for me, I played a bit more Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, still liking the game. Uh, I gotta say, w- one thing that really pulls me out of this, and it's just personal preference here, but I really dislike the gun stuff in this game. Um, mm-hmm. I know it's not traditional gun stuff, but just the fact that it's there, even in a limited capacity where it's just like a heavy, heavy weapon. About the humans limited or with
1: humans or with the, the, monster or the dinosaurs and stuff?
0: Um,. Well, okay, humans and the fact that they, like, have them, Mm -hmm. I guess, and can even use them because it just seems like they're all dumb when it comes to technology. Uh, The robot's not so much, but what kind of bugs me is when um, Alloy just gets a hold of one of them. She just instantly knows how to operate it right away. It's just, yeah, yeah, I can fire off this thing that, you know, if I held incorrectly could totally... The universe somewhat. Like I said... Just like when she
2: says, "Oh, is that a power cell?"
0: Yeah, <laughs> I was like, like what the fuck are you talking? About? <laughs> I just, what I mean, so the one in particular, I just stumbled upon this podunk little um, town that I think their sole purpose is they just craft stuff because it's literally on a junk heap or whatever. Yeah, and they're that. all like, "Oh, some some raiders are in, uh, you know, the, the hills, and you know, they're bothering us." Blah blah blah. Get us these three whatever shits back. I'm like, "All right, cool. I'll." Just do this. Now, one other critique I have this game. um, I don't know if it's just me and I'm being impatient, but sometimes it's not so apparent when things happen, like occur in the game. So I'll give you this instance. So I went into this bandit or raider area, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, I'm trying to be stealthy because, like I said, stealth kind of just breaks the game Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of it just trivializes a lot of combat encounters because it's all instant kills. So. I'm progressing. I'm probably halfway through this camp and at a certain point I climb up a ladder and then there's a, a rope thing that you can uh, it looks like you're supposed to go to the next tower or whatever and that's how you're supposed to get the next section southward. I don't know if I was just impatient. I don't know if you're supposed to wait for like an X button prompt to appear but I just walk onto it and she just totally falls like through it or done. I didn't catch it or whatever like that.
2: But this is, yeah, it's this tra- tra- traversal thing is definitely the most broken part of this game like the transitions between like climbing and grabbing and falling off things are not great in yeah. horizon
0: yeah so i just fall down and i die i'm so pissed off at this point i'm like really like wait you, you died from like fall damage yeah i died from fall damage <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> yeah so i got really pissed off and then i said fuck this i'm not even doing it stealth anymore <laughs> i'm just going headshots because you know i i just bought like a purple bow yeah.
2: Do you have the uh, the slow down perk yet? Slow down uh, time while shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Because that 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 makes it so broken because it's just headshot after headshot after headshot. And with my purple bow, I have um super arrows or whatever. So even if they're wearing armor, it just headshot just totally kills them. Those so are
2: like, there's pretty much like the sniper.
0: Arrows. Yeah, the sniper arrows. So I just went in, didn't even give a shit. Just started headshotting bitches, and I got like eighty percent of the way through until finally somebody caught me or saw me, and I was just like, eh, whatever. I don't, I don't care at this point. Clear out the the bandit cave, but whatever. So I got the three things, and I came back to town, and this girl's like, oh, great, thanks, and you know, now I can finish my weapon, this whatever grenade launcher I think it was. <laughs> and she's like, oh no, the raiders said they're going to come tonight, so you need to help defend the the, the town. Uh, but you can use my weapon. I'm like. Uh, alright, this weapon is just so fucking broken, you just charge and <laughs> just shoots out these grenades. And I'm sorry, like, this is super nitpicky, maybe. And, I, and I don't want it to construe that I'm not enjoying the game, but this particular mission was so brain-dead to me, because it was just these w- groups of, like, three to four enemies charging from a distance that offer no amount of resistance, really. And I'm just using this weapon to slaughter them, absolutely slaughter them, until finally she's like, Aim for the bridge. Destroy the bridge. I'm like, why the fuck do I need to destroy the bridge? You just handed me this death cannon. Um, you know, I couldn't but I do it. I do remember
2: not finding like where exactly to hit the bridge to destroy it for a while. I was yep. sitting there for a while, like, what the fuck am I supposed to do here?
0: Yeah. <laughs> but so that was.
2: It wasn't the best mission, but yeah, it wasn't it, the best mission. It wasn't. Uh, I do say, I have to say, I think you're a little, um, because of where you start the tribe you're with you know the uh Nora yeah. they're a little bit more primitive than everyone else like it yeah i think that's it it sort of construes that this is a little bit more primitive than like perhaps the world actually is those i don't remember the name of the group the but the, there are there's a pretty much the metal working like yep group of people that's who they are so they do fiddle with the technology a little more so i mean it it, it is an interesting contrast but yeah. The, whole, the world itself isn't maybe as primitive as you're led to believe at first, I would yeah. say. Yeah,
0: I, I definitely think that's the case. Um, but, you know, on like a positive note, because I want to talk about the positive of the game, I was traversing to that main city or whatever, and that was, that was pretty cool because I stumbled upon some, you know, stuff where it's like, oh, side missions and whatnot. And then I stumbled upon this, like, Glint Hawk.
2: Like, oh my goodness.
0: These <laughs> Glint Hawks. But then I saw this fucking Glint Hawk, I guess, unique or boss or whatever like that, and I was like, holy yeah. shit, that's huge! And then you know, I checked out his level. I'm like, I, I don't think I'm strong enough for this yet, or at least I don't want to kind of jigger it like I did with the um, sawtooth or not sawtooth, thunder the, uh, Jaw. thunderjaw. So I was like, <laughs> I'll just, yeah, i just run away. And then it fucking saw me running away, so then it aggroed <laughs> me and it chased me for like five minutes. I was like, ah, I'm gonna come back and kill the shit out of you. So we'll do that. But yeah, I'm enjoying the game. It just, uh, like, probably what you just said, Mike. I, I think it, I was under the impression that it was gonna be much more primitive than. You know, I'm seeing now that I'm progressing in the game, which isn't a bad thing. It's just uh, I really would have preferred to just not have weaponry, like advanced weaponry in the game. But that's just personal preference there.
2: I would say for you to ignore the um, the best armor in the game. If I
0: don't know if you know what that is. but No, but everybody's like, yeah, you need to do this. And unfortunately, it kind of trivializes the game once you get it. Yeah, I would. You don't. I don't think
2: you should do it if you're having trouble like, <laughs> meeting challenges like or not I mean like having trouble getting the challenge from things that are happening. I wouldn't even bother with that armor because it's gonna <laughs> break the game for you completely
1: I think I did it after um almost everything else I think it was like the last thing I did was the armor.
2: I did it I did it near the end and I did and uh it it helped a lot I covered up mistakes, but it was just like wow, this is strong. <laughs>
0: Is it? Is it pretty much like god mode essentially? It basically <laughs> allows you
2: to you absorb. There's no elemental damage to you. That's the there's thing. no damage for a, a, a little bit. Then it like you know breaks. Like it's it's almost like a Smash Brothers shield. I would say. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it like takes all damage to a certain point. Then it breaks, and then it needs to recharge, and then it does it again.
0: Oh so. yeah, that does sound pretty pretty broken so yeah maybe i'll avoid that i mean right now i'm just kind of running around with the stealth equipment because obviously like i said stealth is so broken so it's just kind of i don't even have to be that careful with stealth. i I did that for most of the
2: time and occasionally i would actually switch equipment for specific uh challenges but uh i don't know if you've gotten to anything hard enough to do
0: that yet I, i don't know like i'm let's see what happened i just found out that this Dude's sister, some shit happened with her, and I'm trying to figure, like, we, oh, we discovered it kind of splits
1: that. splits off here, where you can do two different story
0: missions. Yeah, 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 there's, like, two different main story things, so that's, that's where I am right now. I think
2: I was... Oh, uh, you found out, um, what's his name, Errand? Yeah. Yeah, an yeah. interesting character.
0: Yeah, he, he, At the first introduction, I was like, oh god, just the sleazeball that's gonna hit an alloy, because whatever... and he didn't really change too much from that but at least he's drunk i guess and now he has his the whole thing with his sister so
1: (laughs) and uh i guess you got you heard from silence silence is that his name
2: you don't know his name right he doesn't know who he is i don't know who that is (laughs) i don't know if he's done that yet actually so shut Uh, up
1: Corey. (laughs) yeah literally i i just left the city that's that's where that was i thought that that's the point
2: no, he's he's pretty early still in the main story. It sounds like to me, if he like he just meant, like earned or whatever, because mm-hmm. you meet him right after the uh, the proving or during it.
1: Yeah,
0: well, before you, I think you meet and him and, place, then he, he, and then you go he's back
1: like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. In any case, the story. I'm excited to hear um, what you think of. Yeah, because you... wrapped up. And and with Jim not here. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how he blew through some of the, like so quickly that game. Like, he must have missed a
2: lot of it to be completely honest.
1: There's a honest. lot of things that, like, enhance your, in my opinion, enhance the story experience. I
2: wonder if he went to all the certain places to unlock certain things. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, that's kind of what I. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to I, keep it. Yeah. Possible. I I told him he should not have played these games back to back. Even though the Switch allowed him to play at school, I know. But, like I, <laughs> like, I was like, you should not. Mass
1: Effect 3 at the end, or 3, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda is the third one. Because, I mean, yeah. imagine if he played that as the second one, he probably would have beat that and then gotten into Horizon and would have been burnt out.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, so I'm enjoying it. We'll see. And then, um, well, actually, I won't speak of it too much, but uh, I got ARMS because, like I said, I got it for a super good deal. Mm. Um, played some of that, played online. Some of the people online are already ridiculously good, which is kind of concerning because it's like... <laughs> Uh, i don't i don't want to play this game too competitively because again it's yeah um, it it's fun but it's really content light at the moment cuz you know it's only 10 characters uh even though Nintendo said it's going to be free DLC and whatnot it just it doesn't help me in the meantime so i i don't think i'm going to be keeping it i think um if i can get more than uh, my money back or more than my money back by trading in or something like that i'll probably do that because you know even if i do want to play it later on in time, it'll just be a better game at that point, so, uh, I probably the effort though, I think everything about it is really cool, the characters, the character design, the stages, all that yeah, stuff, Yeah, like, I love the, the
1: character designs, uh, and how they're building a new IP and new yep. set of things to get excited about, like characters and world, but, uh, as far as the demo went, it was just, yeah, I didn't find it to be for me, but like, again, I hope it's successful, because yep. I could see this IP you know, they could branch out with it, too. Just other things. Yep. Absolutely. things. it's new.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is new. And, you know, uh, if it does become successful, you know, uh, maybe they'll continue supporting it. And, you know, just more modes and more characters and more stages and all that stuff will be, you know, a more complete experience where it's just like you feel that if you buy you know. even If you're not playing competitively, you can still have fun with it because right. as of right now, it's very bare bones. I mean, even the... Single player Grand Prix mode, which is kind of like the story mode. There's, it's so bare bones. It's like, yeah, you beat the game. Congratulations! It's like, All yeah, right.
1: especially with like the like, game like Injustice out there, it's like, yeah, you see
0: exactly. what they're
1: doing with a fighting game. It's like, oh, yep, well.
0: yep, exactly. So, um, don't think I'll be holding on to it now. Probably in a year or two, you know, once we get stuff, I might come back to it. But, caught the effort. Um, it's definitely good. I tried it out, but uh, yeah, just not something that's going to keep my interest for now. With that said, sorry, it's been a long episode, even though it's post E3. Uh, that's going to wrap it up. So, please write into us at a uh, podcast at allyoucangeek.net. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to us on YouTube and rate us on iTunes, please. And thank you very much. And we'll catch you next week. Post, um, I don't think any games come out, so yeah, we'll just catch you next week. Later.